Hi, everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a podcast about South Asian interracial relationships and so much more. Hey, guys. So this week's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, I'm going to do a solo episode, and that's not something I'm normally comfortable with because I'm literally sitting here in my pajamas talking to myself, but I'm going to give it a try. We'll see how it goes, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, So recently, the reason I'm doing this episode is I recently posted a little quote that says, stop waiting for people to find you and start asking for what you want. Um, And I illustrated it and I posted it on Instagram. If you don't follow me, it's dish.mazeppa. And on there, I felt like I just didn't have, I had so much more to say about it that it was more than just this one line, right? And I thought, you know what? Let me make a ranty little podcast episode about it. Let's see what happens because I have so much to say and I've been being somebody who talks to herself constantly, I've been talking to myself about that quote all day. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I press record while I talk to myself about it? You know, so this is me pressing record. So essentially, the quote came from this idea that I feel like social media really sells that like everyone who has all these followers or does all these brand deals or gets published in like a magazine that it just fell out of the sky. Right. And if you ever ask most influencers and this is not all of them, a lot of them will just say like, oh, this opportunity just presented itself or like, you know, someone just found me or, you know, these people reach out to me and. The fact is, most of the time, that's not true. And even if it is, because you know what, you when you reach a certain level of knowing people, opportunities do present themselves and people will find you to ask you to be, you know, on their podcast or have you in their magazine. But the truth is, for everyday people, that seems so unrealistic. And the real truth is, most of the time they asked for that, right? And I put it out there, my the syndication for the show on radio was something that I reached out to the station myself. I wasn't asking directly to be on their station, but I had reached out for other reasons, which led to the opportunity, right? Same thing with me ending up, if you've ever seen this podcast published in a magazine article or on some other Instagram account, more often than not, it was because I reached out to those people myself. And the same thing goes for when I look for really cool guests to be on this show. Do people reach out to me sometimes? Absolutely. And it makes my life easier when they do. But I also reach out to them. And that's how it happens. It doesn't just like come from nowhere. It doesn't magically happen because you have 50,000 Instagram followers or all these people on TikTok. And I was just tired of like people selling this idea of just like, oh, it just happens. It's like, no, you have to go after the things that you want, right? And you have to start taking action for what you want. And if that's a new job or a new boyfriend, or maybe you want to be a guest on a podcast, you have to Do what it takes to get there. You have to get in front of people because you have to create opportunities for yourself, right? And I feel like not enough people seem to be admitting that. I feel like people want to feel like the things that they've accomplished just happened. And it's like, no, you didn't. You worked for it. And you should acknowledge that, right? There's nothing wrong with it. And for everyday people, Most of those times, I feel like it resonates best with people who just have regular jobs. And sometimes we feel like we're kind of stuck where we are. And another reason this quote came about is because this is kind of a mentality I've taken on when it came to my professional life and my work. And for those of you who know, I work in the medical field, which is its own hot mess. But the idea that 
if you want something, you have to put it out there and make sure people know because people can't read your minds. How is someone going to know you want something if you never tell them? And this happened pretty recently for me. I was, I work at a hospital, not going to name it. And I work as a pediatric OT, but I work at an hourly rate, right? So I get paid per hour that I'm there. And I was working my way towards more hours, and that's something that I wanted. And so I overheard at work. Well, I didn't really overhear. It was part of the conversation. But they were saying we stopped taking new patients in, that we weren't admitting any new patients because we didn't have enough therapists to see the patients we already had. So we weren't doing evaluations. We weren't seeing anyone new. And so I thought, you know what? I want more hours. This is a great opportunity. Now, I wasn't going to sit there and hope my boss came up to me and hey said, hey, Disha, do you want more hours? Because that was never going to happen. So I walked up to her instead and I said, hey, I heard you were not able to take on new clients or new patients because we didn't have enough treatment space in the schedule. If you want, I'm more than happy to pick up more hours. It's something that I'm interested in. And you know what? We had a discussion about it, and at the time, it just wasn't right. There was lots of other factors going into the decision to not take new um, people in at the time. And guess what? Two days later, my boss walked up to me and said, Hey, Disha, I know you mentioned you wanted to pick up more hours. I took a look at your schedule, and you know what? We can make it work. Um, if If you're still interested, let's talk more about it. And by the coming week, I had added a bunch of new hours to my schedule. But guess what? I went in and asked for that. It's not like she just came up to me. She knew I put that idea out there. I told her I was interested. And that's how it happened. And while we were talking about adding more hours, I also brought up that I'm interested in another position that our company has. And... She kind of explained, like, you know what, right now, like, I'll definitely keep it in mind. We have other staff that are also interested in, et cetera, et cetera. And then a week later, she called me into her office and said, you know, that position you wanted, it's going to be available. And I wanted to offer it to you before I open it up for other people to apply because I know you said you were interested. But guess what? That happened because I made sure she knew that's something that I wanted, right? And I always tell people, I'm like, I'm all about the whole manifesting thing. I think it's a great idea to have a vision of your goals in life. And the thing is, that's great, but there's no action behind that. It's a little bit too woo-woo for me. So when you have something that you want to put out in the world or you want something, Go out and tell the people who can help you make that happen. Go out and tell whoever has the power to do that. If you want to write a book, write that proposal. Submit it to publishers, right? If you see a guy and you think he's cute, tell your friend, hey, can you introduce us? If you want a different position at your job, go talk to the people who are in charge who can maybe make that happen. Because even if it can't happen right away, at least it puts you on the very short list of people that have probably brought it up to whoever's in charge and that when the time for consideration comes up, you're on that list because it's like planting a seed, right? The thing is, if they know that's something what you want, that makes their life easier, right? Like 
now I don't have to go and find someone who wants to do this. I already have someone who is interested that that's where I'm going to start. And then if they say no, I'll move on. And I always tell people, like, go after what you want. Make sure people know. And you don't have to be aggressive about it. You don't have to be an asshole. But I think you deserve the things that you want. And one of the ways you can do that is by putting it out there, you know, and don't just passively wait for things to come your way. Because I think that's what really bugs me about, you know, social media and stuff is it people make it seem like things just came their way, like they didn't have to do anything to get that. And I don't mean like work hard to make their content or do whatever. I mostly mean that they didn't reach out to the people, right? That they weren't cold emailing people, right? When I reach out to people. I scour the internet. And listen, if you can scour the internet for your ex-boyfriend and who he's dating from four years ago, you can scour the internet to find the people who can help you achieve your goals and do the things that you want to do. And going along with that, right, this idea of asking for things, I think when you're a woman, especially minority women, right? Like, we're not raised to ask for things. We're not raised to say, this is what I want, or to put that out there, right? You're just told to like, don't ask for too much. Don't, you know, be a burden. We always feel like a burden, right? We're just such a fucking burden. It's so old, guys. Stop. Stop doing that. You know what you need? You need to carry yourself with a little more entitlement. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because when you go out into the world, think of how many people are given opportunities and things that you're like, how the hell did that happen to this person? It's because there's a little bit of entitlement involved and that's okay, right? I'm not saying you have to have the entitlement of a Karen who's being racist at the park, right? Like, listen, middle-aged white women have the audacity to go around and scream their opinions and not just scream their opinions, but to the directly to the people that they feel like have impacted their lives negatively, right? Like you went up to somebody and told them that the fact that they breathe the same air as you bothers you and that you have a problem with that. And it's like, what? I'm not asking you for that level of entitlement, okay? And that's probably something to aim for because you ever like, sometimes I really have to tell myself that. I have to be like, you know what, Tisha? You need to be a little more entitled. Pretend you are a middle-aged white woman in America, because I live with constant imposter syndrome. But you know what? Let's tone it down. Let's bring it down a level. Let's meet halfway between where we are and the Karens of the world. Let's go towards middle ground. You know, the people who leave one-star reviews of restaurants on Yelp. Those are people who are mildly entitled, right? They think that their opinion matters so much that they put it out on the internet and that everyone else should read or hear what they have to say much like myself on this podcast right now. And they went out there and complained their hearts out. And guess what? That's kind of what we should aim for. And I'm not saying you should leave people one-star reviews anywhere, including for this podcast. But, you know, maybe think that what you have to say or what you bring to the table matters. And maybe, maybe you don't bring something to the table, but you think you deserve it anyway. That's okay. Seriously, you ever meet those girls who are dating this guy and you know this guy and you're friends with him and then he is like taking all this girl shit and she is being super controlling and bossy. I'm sorry, I'm trashing women right now, but those do exist. And you're like, why do you take this shit? And mind you, this person doesn't bring anything to the table. So why she's calling the shots, nobody knows. You know, 
It's okay to be that person sometimes. That's all I'm saying. Just own it. It's okay. And guess what? Those are the people who sometimes in life just kind of get ahead because they put it out there and they go after what they want. And I hope you do that because I think so many of you, especially if you tune into this podcast because you are awesome, um, bring so much to this to the table, right? You have so much to offer. And if you don't tell the world what you offer or what you're interested in or what your goals are, then how are you going to get there, right? Like nothing is passive, nothing success or, you know, reaching your goals or finding that person you love. None of that is passive. It takes work. It takes doing things that are uncomfortable, right? And you know what? Maybe you go up to someone I'm going to use the work example again. Maybe you go up to your boss and you say, this is something I'm interested in. Can we make it happen? Blah, blah, blah. And they say no. So then how do you turn that no into a yes? I'm going to tell you. And this is something I learned a little bit, a little while ago. And it was, you ask them, what are your concerns And that opens up a whole other conversation because you went from no to figuring out what can we do differently? What are the issues that you are having that are causing you to say no? And then even if maybe you didn't change their mind, even though you probably will be able to meet them halfway once you ask that question, you now know that maybe if when I say these things and they're having these concerns, you learn something, right? So the next time you pitch an idea or you pull up um, an idea of something you want to do or something you want to say or whatever, you know that you learned from it, which can only be a positive. So even if you get a no, you can either turn it around and make it a yes by asking what are your concerns, or you can use the information you gain from asking that question to help improve your pitch or your request in the future to other people. So I always say, make sure you ask them, what are your concerns? Because I promise you, you'll probably be able to turn their turn it around and maybe change their mind even. So that's my first rant on going after the opportunities, right? And going after the things that you want and doing what it takes to get there. The other thing I always hear people say is there's opportunities everywhere. Great. Awesome. Or people will say, you should create your own opportunities. Well, guys, how do we do that? That's not very practical, is it? That sounds very, very uh, vague, as I say. Well, this is how you do it. More often than not, opportunities aren't handed to you directly, right? They're not like, oh, hey, do you want to be a guest on my podcast? That's direct. And of course, sometimes that does happen. And that's amazing. But opportunities are given to you every single day. And more often than not, than not they are not direct. They're usually disguised as problems. Very frequently, opportunities can be created by finding those problems. And more often than not, if you can provide a solution, that's how you get the opportunity. For example, when I found out at my job that they weren't taking new patients because of lack of treatment hours available, I didn't say, hey, can I have more hours? I said, hey, I know you're having this problem with filling up or taking new patients in, right? Here's a solution that I can provide. I gave them a solution to their problem. So when you see people having problems, 
that's a great way to create an opportunity for yourself, right? Like if you have a job and maybe you want a different position and you tell your boss you're interested, you're providing them with a solution. So in the future, when they do eventually have to hire someone for that position, or maybe it suddenly opens up and they need it covered, you'll be the first one they think of, hey, Remember that time Disha mentioned she was interested in this? This just opened up because guess what? Employers struggle to find great employees the same way the rest of us folk struggle to find a job we love or a company we really want to work for, okay? It makes their life easier to know you're interested because it's not only hard to find a good employee, right? It's hard to have them accept the offer. You can offer a job to someone and They might not take it. So now all that time and energy out the window because they decided to work with another company, right? Or maybe they do hire someone new. As someone who is slightly more entrepreneurial minded, I can tell you it costs a lot of money to hire new people. It's not just the time and energy you had to pay someone to read a bunch of resumes, reach out to people, schedule interviews, hope they show up for the interview, which I feel like most brown people don't even think about because we're raised to be like super responsible and shit. People don't show up for interviews. It is so annoying. As someone who has had to interview potential employees, it is more frequent than you think. Just showing up on time dressed appropriately is you're like ahead of like 50% of the crowd, right? And then say you hire this new person, now you have to invest money in training them, in having someone else train them, getting them used to the company culture. That's going to take two or three months. And that's all time, money, and resources that get pumped into someone new. So if you go up to your boss and you tell them you're interested in something, you save them all of that work. Because instead of having to go through all of that, they can ask you directly first. And then if you decide no, they can look elsewhere, right? I ended up getting offered this opportunity for this position that I wanted. And, you know, my boss said, go talk to HR and see if it's something that you're interested in and you can talk out the logistics. And it turns out it wasn't something I was interested in because they couldn't really meet me where I wanted them to meet me numbers wise. And I decided, you know what, this isn't for me. And so I'm going to go to my boss and tell her, you know what, maybe this isn't the right fit right now. But you know what, in the future, maybe we can talk about it. But for now, I'm going to keep the position that I have right now. And, you know, ultimately, that just leads as a sign of respect, right? Like now your employers can learn to respect you and know that, you know what, you're someone that we can count on, that you are someone who ultimately is respectable. Being a pushover does not work. I know lots of people that are pushovers and it's not cute. Trying to make everyone happy isn't cute. Saying yes to everything, not cute. It doesn't make people respect you because essentially it just shows that you don't have any boundaries. And just just don't be a pushover, guys. That's all I ask. Like, it's okay to say no. Nobody's gonna judge you. And honestly, if you work for someone or a company that's gonna make you feel bad for prioritizing your own life or deciding that, like, you know what, this isn't working for me, or you're trying to have them meet you halfway so you can be the best kind of employee you can be, that's probably not the best place to work. And I know that's easier said than done to walk away from a job you hate But as someone who has worked really, really hard to prioritize not just financial well-being and doing a job that I love, but 
also being happy, right? Like when I go out looking for a job or whatever, like that's important to me. Like I want to work for a place that values my happiness just as much as they value, you know, paying me on time every two weeks, right? That's great too. And I don't think you need to sacrifice one for the other. Just because you're happy at your job doesn't mean you have to be poor. And you know what? Or maybe you have your own business. Just because you're doing something you love does not mean you should be dirt poor for it. I know this country like really skews that for people, but like you can have both and you deserve, if you have your own business, you deserve to charge whatever you see fit. Because I think what people forget is value isn't just based on the price of the product or how much did it cost to make this and then how much profit and what are the expensive. It's also what's the value in terms of what are you bringing to someone's life? Are you selling convenience? Are you providing a service? Are you bringing joy or happiness to someone's life? When you're, especially when if you're a creative entrepreneur, like you have to factor all of that in, right? It's not just your time that's valuable. It's the value that you're creating for the people who purchase your products or subscribe to whatever you're selling or whatever it is, right? And those are the things you have to factor in so that you can not just be happy doing what you do, but feel valued, whether that's what working for a company and that's totally fine or you happen to have your own business but either way you gotta go after the things you want and going back to solving people's problems if you're someone who's trying to get into magazines or trying to get on a podcast I can say as someone who is a podcast host and constantly creating content if you are gonna give me content I don't want to say no to you unless you're like the worst pitch ever or you're just ignoring my existence and talking about yourself the whole time without acknowledging me, like I'm probably going to want to say yes because it means I booked another guest that's one less guest that I have to book this year. And the same thing for magazines, right? You're creating the opportunity for yourself because you're solving their problem of needing content. So when you pitch a magazine and say, hey, I want you to feature me, you don't just say feature me, you say, hey, this is what you I have to offer, right? These are the things I can talk about. And this is why I would make a great fit for your platform, whether that's a magazine or a blog or whatever, right? And if you're someone who maybe you're an expert on something and you want to get published, there is an entire website called Help a Reporter Out, H-A-R-O, H-A-R-O, which is literally a website to solve the problem that reporters have because they need an expert on something. They need someone to talk about something. Reporters need content and they need people to talk about things. Whatever it is you can talk about, you can go on that website, look up what reporters are searching for and say, hey, I can talk about that, whatever that topic might be. And then you end up published in a magazine a week or two later. But guess what? The reporters didn't know where to find you. And so that opportunity wasn't presented to you. But if you reach out to the reporter and you say, hey, I heard you are looking for this. I can help you out with that. Look at that. You created an opportunity for yourself and you got published. How awesome is that? So don't buy into this idea where things will just fall into fall out of the sky and everything's going to be rainbows and daisies and like you just have to like have a gazillion followers or whatever the hell. No, that's not how it works. You got to go after what you want. You have to take action towards 
the things you want and the life that you want to build for yourself. And if you don't, then you have to ask yourself, why aren't you doing what you need to do? Is it because that's not really what you want? Or is it because you're scared of getting what you want, right? Like sometimes it's terrifying. I mean, at this point, I've admitted that I mostly just want to work for myself. I want to have my own business. And yet I'm still holding on to working a job because obviously I I want some sort of consistent financial income, but I'm also scared, right? Like it's terrifying to think that like that's a massive risk. What if I don't, you know, make enough money to pay for whatever rent and life and cars and whatever the hell, right? That's scary to admit, but also it's scary to think how much work that's going to take. And so for a long time, I've been dragging my feet and I'm still I'm still sort of dragging my feet, but I'm taking actions and I'm doing it to a certain extent within my comfort zone, right? Where I can still work just because I know I want to have a safety net. I need a safety net or I'll be like anxious and angry all the time. But I'm also taking action towards the life that I want to build. And I hope, I hope you do too. Don't buy into the idea that opportunities fall from the sky. You can create them. Solve a problem for someone and there's your opportunity. And if they say no, ask them, what are your concerns? And see if you can do something differently. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell. Crexwell.